Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on Demand. Now, here's a little secret with what I do with the Rod Peterson Show. I've made a career of it. I don't care whether you like me or you don't like me, but when you watch my show, I just want you to feel something. How about that? Whether you're happy or you're sad or you're angry or you're proud, I just want you to feel something. Because a lot of times you'll read a column or watch a show and it's, eh. That's never been the hallmark of what I do. I want to make you think. I want to make you feel something. And it's worked. And if you don't agree with me, I'll be fine. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Mm, good morning, everybody. How you now? Great. Good and you? I'm not so bad. <laughs> Welcome to the RP Show. Can everybody go off their phones in the building, please? The Wi-Fi is a little slow. That's apparently, a apparently that helps. It's a problem for an internet show. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Wait a minute. Never mind. I'll go off my phone. How about that? How about that? How about that? It is episode number 496 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. We are emanating from the bunker out here in beautiful, sunny Western Canada. RP with you. DD over there. The crew is on the other side of the wall here. And uh, exciting, some really awesome guests today. It is satellite radio day today on the RP show. We got our guy Scott Laughlin joining us from NHL radio out of Toronto. And Zigfried Kasi. From Sirius XM NFL Radio, going to join us from the Big Apple. And what, he's not just going to want to talk NFL. Trust me, he's a huge Boston Bruins fan. So Ziggy will be joining us in Hour 2, Scott Laughlin in Hour 1. And let's go to the Quick 6 Show topics, please, if you don't mind. Director Jordan. <laughs> quick 6 Show topics. Let me see what I have here. Leafs, <laughs> Leafs, 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 Leafs. Of course. Uh, so let's start there and we'll come around to, uh, we got some football, we got some tennis, we got some Blue Jays baseball, but number one, the Toronto Maple Leafs are out. They're golfing. You'd think we'd be used to this, but last night in game seven, the Toronto Maple Leafs lost three, one to the Montreal Canadiens. I feel like you all know that you watched the game last night, game seven. I felt like it was coming. I think I said on the show yesterday that I felt like Montreal was going to win, whether it was momentum or the Leafs' woeful experience in Game 7 or track record. But why am I even talking? You're the Leafs fan. Clark's the Leafs fan. The poor kid has not cracked a smile since he walked in here this morning. Have you noticed? I know. He is in more. You two. We're sitting there in your office. I sell. I felt like I'm watching a CSI episode. You guys are dissecting a body here. The Leafs. I'm like, it's not even cold yet, for God's sakes. What'd you think? That's when the most live evidence is still on it, right? When it's fresh. <laughs> the, DNA. the DNA is still kind of alive, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you had the, your tweet kind of summed it up halfway through the game. If you, do you remember what it was word for word? Do the Leafs even want to watch? Do the Leafs even want this game? Yeah. Seriously. And that's literally what it came down to. And 
unfortunately, the team's just not ready to win. I mean, we were talking about this because it comes down now. Is this on Dubas? Is this on Shannon? Who is this on? I don't think it's on either of those guys. I don't think this is on Kyle Dubas. I think you talk about the five-year plan and the Shanna plan and all that. I think this is exactly where you want the plan to be. You've got the best team in Canada. You've got a top-five team in the NHL. That didn't change by losing a seven-game series to Montreal. You just don't know how to win. Your team can't win. You don't have that ability to win. What are you going to, like, you can't upgrade from Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews, really. I mean, that's like saying to Edmonton, we're going to upgrade from Connor McDavid. You've got some of the best players in the world. But at the end of the day, you know, and I said, I tweeted this, if you believe in something, there is no expiration date on patience. So if you believe in that core of those guys and you've got good players, then you got to keep being patient. The core has to figure out to come together and win as a group. But you can't just keep thinking that you can buy your way to winning because there is no amount of skill and no amount of money that gets you off the hook from dealing with adversity, right? And this group just doesn't know how to do that yet. And when they do, they'll win. And that's the same for any team and any organization that's got a boatload of talent but can't win. And that's where this group said, I would stick, keep the core. I'd come back again and look at them all right now and say, no, he's coming to save you. We're not signing another Tavares or bringing another money guy in because that's not working. You guys have to win. Would you do me a favor and just slide to the left or the right and show that logo on your shirt? Would you mind? He's switched allegiances to the Brandon Wheat Kings. How about that? Just going to point that out there for all our Manitoba viewers today. Uh, Jen is watching. Where did the comment go? Jen down at the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Good morning, crew. Sad, sad Leaf fan, fan down here at the Palace. You know who that is. That's the Greek freak, George Anitsos, down at the four. I've not heard from George. I'm glad to hear that he's alive. He is the biggest Leaf fan that I know, and I know a lot of Leaf fans. Uh, the Four Seasons brings you the second half kickoff. This is the warm-up brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Brand new sponsors here, E. Cole Electric. Your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Esteban, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw. E. Cole Electric, let's get to work. Troy in Toronto writes in and says, uh, Misery loves company. I'm with you, dupes. And Clark, he says, I'm a little bummed today, Rod, but looking to be more bummed Look, listening to all the Leafs misery that's likely to continue during your show. Listen, we try to keep it positive around here. Before any of you all showed up this morning, Technical producer Ryan and I talked about that. This show's an escape for two hours from misery, but don't blame me that the Leafs have no heart. So we're going to talk about it. And isn't my commentary today on Cat Country and Rock 98 is, who was the character in The Wizard of Oz that didn't have a heart? Was it the lion? Was it the tin man? Tin man. It was a tin man? Uh, Leafs should yeah, sign him. Leafs the should, lion had no courage. Leafs should sign him. They need to sign him. Fit right in. I'm sorry they don't have any heart, man. Don't get mad at me. You watch the game. You're saying you believe in the core, and that's good. That's your team. And the other thing was, I tweeted a gif of Mike Babcock laughing uproariously. It's been a very popular tweet. And you're saying it might have been in poor taste. Is that the sense I'm getting off? Well, of? I I should demand you know you know slap you on the wrist here a little bit because that's post game trash talk, right? And I said I'm like that's what I you know I hate post game trash talk. I mean that's that's trolling. I thought it was funny though because you pick your spots. That's not your your brand no. isn't to rub it in troll people's face and rub it in people's face. But that's not 
you know, that makes everybody look bad when you rub it in people's face. But, uh, hey, I thought it was funny. It <laughs> Mike was... Babcock, he's a f- not a great friend. He's a good friend of mine. Yeah. Can I not tweet Mike Babcock laughing when the Leafs choke? Come on. It's very obvious to me. Uh, point two, Ryan Reeves gets two games for what he did in uh, game one. Vegas Golden Knights pugilist. Uh, I wouldn't want to have been Graves on the ice with your chin strap. <laughs> And you got Brian, Ryan Reeves. Like, let's be honest. But it's a speeding ticket. Worth it? We move on. A uh, guy tweeted me today. I appreciate that. The Flower is one of three uh, finalists for the Vezina. He joins Lightning's Andre Vasilevsky, Avalanche's Philip Grubauer for the Vezina Trophy. So I brought up the Flower as a Vezina candidate like a month ago, and people laughed at me. It's Vasilevsky's trophy. Maybe it is. Somebody said this is his first nomination ever for the Vezina. I have a tough time believing that. Right. But maybe it is. I don't know. We'll take the Stanley Cup. And that series, by the way, is so far not over. But speaking of, point three of the quick six is Lightning Canes tonight. So you can take a... I guess if there's some Lightning fans or Canes fans around here, they'll be watching the game tonight. But... um, it's not as super as intense as the, what my nights have been, right? That's Leafs, right. Habs, Golden Knights. So that's exciting. Whether they were playing Minnesota, now they're playing Colorado. So that's one game tonight, Leafs-Canes. Uh, point three, the Blue Jays play their first game at Buffalo tonight. They got the Marlins in there. I'm not going to go down the road yet of the Blue Jays, the angst from the fans. I can't believe how mad people are at Charlie Montoyo. I can't believe how mad they are. For leaving the kid in in uh, the second game of the doubleheader on years, like I mean, I know, vein popping mad at Charlie Montoyo for not pulling him and costing them the game. What do you do? Like, I mean, he walked the bases loaded, then walked in the runs like four in a row. At some point, yeah, okay, you could have pulled him, but like, you have to think, okay, he's walked one. He's surely not going to walk. He's walked two. Surely he's not going to walk three in a row. Okay, he walked three in a row. He's not walked. Nobody's walking. For, and then he does. Like, you, you, you want to give your guys the benefit of the doubt. That, you know what? It's a loss. I get it. We hate that. But that loss, call that an investment into your locker room, right? Believing so in your guys. Believing in your guys. I think, I think they'll take the loss. I think it's worth it from a culture and a we're believing in our guys kind of way. And even if you fail, I still have your back in the media. I saw the comment here from one of our viewers in Florida, the Sizzler. Here it is from the Hockey Club in Tallahassee, Florida. It's the Hockey Club podcast, by the way. They're on the Belly Up Network. Did Moose attend the mental health conference? Excellent take. Thanks, Moose. I'm going to be okay, even though you look like you're riding a chicken today. Great thoughts. <laughs> that's not even, that's a, so old. That's Corey Patterson, by the way. Hockey pro and uh, former Regina. He's saying I got to do some squats. From the Queen City here. The, kid, the kid's buffed. <laughs> so Leafs fans are throw, just throwing. The, anything a Leaf fan said last night or today, you should just disregard. Completely. Right? Because they're, they're in a state of shock. Yeah. Um, point five. One thing that I wrote down, the Saskatchewan government won't commit to crowd size. And there's a lot of people watching here on Game Plus TV 
across this province, across the country. Scott Moe, the premier of this province, made that statement yesterday, won't commit to crowd size for Rough Rider games. Scott Moe's my dude. I'm a Sask party guy. Don't at me. People say, Rod, you can't have political affiliation. Yes, I can. Because I like him. Right? He's my dude. And I'm not going to hold Scott to this. Because a couple weeks ago, Scott Moe said, by the end of summer, we're going to fill that stadium. And from what I've heard from the government people with Scott, kind of got caught up in the moment and (laughs) went with a wave. You know what I mean? And now he's going, well, no, no. So I'm, I'm not holding leaders to what they say. Politicians, health officials, sports owners. I'm just out. And a lot of people, and I can see why, have taken it to believe that I'm anti-CFL return to play or anti-this. No, it's too much. Every day it's something different. How many times do I have to say, I'm just out? And the agonizing thing is my phone going off all day from CFL people that are just literally hand-wringing. Like they're, they're beside. It's been 15 months of this. And you guys are just waiting on the vaccination rollout. What I'm upset about is you had over a year to figure out how to play. And we're still sitting here on a prayer. Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca. That's it. That's, that, the CFL's fate hangs on that. Isn't it? So that's one of my points. But I'm just saying, don't blame Scott Mo. And point six. So did they announce it? It's official. Breaking news. It's the Edmonton Elks. Elk, not elk, elks. Look at that. How about that? Who's Chris Creamer? He's verified. He's a sports logo guy? Okay, thanks. So there it is, folks. That is the Edmonton football team. I apologize to our listeners that can't see it. It's no longer the Edmonton football team. It's the Edmonton Elks. We told you a while back they'd make the announcement today, and they are. And that's the logo. I kind of don't mind it. I don't like the S on the end. I don't either. I like the Jazz, the Heat, the Wave, the Sox. Why well, got to go Elks? And when is Elks? I thought Elks wasn't grammatically correct, <laughs> right? That's what's going to happen, right? You're going to neither's Leafs because it's leaves. Leaves. Yeah. Okay. So there's a there's a comparison there, but it's look like people are going to say it's a it's not a herd of Elks, a bunch of Elks coming running out, but whatever. The logo's hot. The logo's hot, and I think that's going to play really, really well. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they keep the double E, you know, and use that. Um, but I like it. The logo's really great. Really nice job. I think it's a very concise, clean brand. Easy to replicate. Looks awesome. Simple, yet does what it needs to do. I, I'm with you on the S on the end, though. That sounds weird. It feels weird. And I feel like people aren't even going to say it. But, you know, I wonder I wonder if that comes down to, like, that guy or girl who snapped up all the usernames Edmonton Elk and they're like well because we got to be Elks so we can I get all the, not. so we can get all the usernames Jim Mullen our good friend from Football Canada writes in he <laughs> says Elks I am the happiest human on this planet for one second you got a fan in Jim Mullen the guy that sent us this Football Canada lid which we display so proudly every day. it's the Edmonton Elks people write it down it's a red letter day the Edmonton Elks I would have done whatever it took. I would have done whatever it took to get that elk name. I don't care. I told you the story about how I had to pay the guy in Vegas that owned the Twitter feed at Rod Peterson. The Twitter. I paid the dude. I flew to Las Vegas. He's a chef in Las Vegas. 
and he had at Rod Peterson on Twitter. I said, buddy, what's it going to take to get that off you? And he went by the name Rocky. That wasn't even his name. He even go by Rod. <laughs> it's a hell of a story, by the way. I had some Greek muscle with me in case the meeting went sideways. <laughs> I know exactly who the Greek muscle is, too. <laughs> and he looked. Would you want to mess, mess with that guy? No, I would not. Oh, oh, that's a story for another time. How Rod purchased the Twitter handle at Rod Peterson at a back alley meeting in Vegas. That'll be in the book. How about that? But I got it. Cash was involved, obviously. And after I paid him, he went straight to the machines and put it on one, went to the tables and put it on one blackjack hand. I'm like, and he lost. <laughs> That's all it meant to you. Exactly. Um, where was I? I would have done whatever it took to get the elk, but have the Shellbrook Elks been consulted about this? The senior men's hockey team for which Scott Moe played. From Joe Lazito in New York, he says, good morning, boys. They could be the Edmonton Eggs, if it means I'll get to watch them lose to the Riders this season. <gasps> it's on. <laughs> the trash talk is on. Oh, yeah. Um, the Elks Club is interesting, right? The, the <laughs> connection with the Elks Club. Maybe they'll have like a VIP. It'll be called the Elks Club up there. It's a natural fit. Once an elk, always an elk. Sounds weird. <laughs> I know. Uh, from Blake Brown on YouTube, call me when you're ready to kick off. I'll be back. Uh, be, it'll be on the wall. Once an elk, always an elk, right? But it, it'll be elk with the sticker, and then there'll be the outline of the old stick. Skimos, you know, on the <laughs> wall. <laughs> like, uh, from Tacona Pauli on YouTube, watching in Winnipeg. Rod, I hear ya. And feel your pain. No need to talk CFL till they actually report for camp. Well, we're talking about it today in terms of it's now the Edmonton Elks. So that's good. That's one thing that we had to get out of the way. And it's now out of the way. But we'll be talking about NHL when we come back with Scott Laughlin from Sirius XM NHL Radio. This has been the warm-up, proudly presented by E. Coli Electric, your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Esteban, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw. E. Coli Electric, let's get to work. We are at work, and you're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash. Your car de- deserves it at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Welcome back, everybody. Big day if you haven't uh, heard. It's official. It's the Edmonton Elks. It really is Eskimos no more. The uh, Jets fan watching in Winnipeg says, I find the name unimpressive. Today's not the day for that, I don't think. Let's be happy for them, okay? I like the gear. Check their Instagram story, Edmonton Elks. There's, they're splitting hairs on the name. Should it be Elks or Elk? Personally, I don't like the S, but Whatever. Sorry, my earpiece is full. You okay? I'm trapped. I'm strangling myself. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. 
Let's go to the epicenter now. Toronto. Scott Laughlin joins us from Sirius XM NHL Radio to unpack. Uh, what the heck? <laughs> I heard they were in lockdown in Toronto, man. What is with... Were you waiting, Scott, until the Leafs won a Stanley Cup to cut your hair? Or what the hell? <laughs> well, I would just offer this up, Rod, to start off. I mean, I'm as much of a stranger to the barber, obviously, uh, as the Toronto Maple Leafs are to the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, yeah, I had something scheduled. I had something scheduled about two months ago, and all of a sudden, Whoops. as I dropped my phone. <laughs> we can hear you. We can hear you. <laughs> all of a sudden, as I dropped my phone, uh, I could tell that we went back into lockdown mode. And, and as such, I'm kind of at where I'm at right now, and I'm just waiting for the, waiting for the go-ahead to finally get rid of this. Scott, how was your show this morning? Well, there was plenty of dissection of the Toronto Maple Leafs rod and what went wrong. Uh, I tend to look at it the other way. And again, I'm not exactly Toronto-centric when it comes to waving the blue and white pom-poms. I was up until 1992 when I started working in this business. And all of a sudden, I found out that the guys on the opposing teams, the Jeremy Roenicks, the Chris Chelioses, the Mike Medanos, were actually pretty good guys. So I, I quickly grew out of that Toronto-centric, let's you know, cheer for the home team, the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, type of a mentality. So I look back on last night. And while it was a missed opportunity for the blue and white, obviously, uh, I, I look at Montreal. I think they fully earned their way into the Norris Division Final, being down three games to one. I thought that last night, Rod, they played their game to a tee. They played that ultimate road game. They got the lead. There were always multiple guys behind the puck in their defensive zone. I think I counted Rod one time, one time all night, where they actually got caught up ice. Ben Sherratt got caught up. Only one odd man rush against last night it turns out it was austin matthews being stopped by Kerry price uh, which was a predominant team of course in this theory as we try to figure out what went wrong for toronto and what went right for the montreal canadians i think the canadians just executed their game plan to a t and i think if you accentuate the positives and look what they did by way of comparison to what toronto didn't do i think montreal actually deserves to win the day oh no doubt especially in their play in the last three games but i watched the game I tweeted, do the Leafs even want this game? Scott, will you agree with me that they looked almost disinterested to a point? Mental mistakes, they weren't battling. That would be that is very concerning to me, and I'm not even a Leaf fan. Like I can't imagine how did you see that? I did. I, I, I saw it even I, I saw it even more, I think, Rod going back to game five and again in game six, where you start to hear players talk about, hey, you know, we didn't get a great start. We weren't ready to start the game. Well, how can you not be ready to start the game when you get to the Stanley Cup playoffs and you get to game five and you get to game six and you say, well, in game five, we've got a little bit of wiggle room. Game six, sure, they've got their fans, but we still have some wiggle room. All of a sudden, you're in a game seven situation and you you have to ramp it up against the team that has got Carey Price back on the beam again. And again, is playing that prototypical road style of hockey, which is going to serve you well at this time of the year. I, I think my greatest concern was earlier in the series when the Leafs had a chance to close the Canadians out, they let them up off the mat again. And again, when you go to a game situation where it's one game, winner take all, and you've got Kerry Price at one end of the rink, then obviously like Montreal's chances. So uh, I think they're going to be in, in in good. Montreal is against the, the Winnipeg Jets. I think that they feel like they're playing their best hockey now. They're starting to turn the corner after kind of limping into the playoffs. And I think they're starting to see some signs, not only for from the young kids, but even from some veterans like Philip Deneau and Eric Stahl and guys like that 
that have started to bring it with their responsibilities. And I think the Canadians now are going to be a very dangerous out for the Jets. Okay, Scott, listen. We're ver- go ahead, Clark. This Go, go. <laughs> Stuff's going on here. Um, we're very big in Winnipeg, Scott. And I say that because they're all awake this morning. And they're writing about you. Tom says, Scott wore a Rowdy Roddy Piper t-shirt on this show before. He's got the Hulk Hogan hair going. Brother! (laughs) So they're dialed in. Uh, Somebody, oh, here from Alex Nuttall on YouTube. Winnipeg has advanced more in the Stanley Cup playoffs since 2012 than the Leafs have done since 2003. It's just it's Jets, Jets, Jets. So why fight it? Let's just go Jets. So you set a good matchup between Montreal and Winnipeg. You thought would favor Montreal. I, I'm not, I haven't even thought about the series yet, and I don't know how much you've thought about that. You were probably unpacking last night's game more. But have you sensed how rabid they are in Winnipeg right now? I love it, by the way, for their sake, of course. Oh, absolutely, Rod. I, I think the interesting storyline here is, too, whereas we look forward to tomorrow night and and game number one, you've got Montreal coming off an emotional seventh game victory over Toronto. On Friday night, you had Vegas coming off an emotional uh, seventh game victory over Minnesota. Vegas rolls right back into it less than 48 hours later, and they get steamrolled by Colorado. So I'm really anxious to see, intrigued to see, Rod, just exactly what game one is going to entail. Because, again, you've got the well-rested Winnipeg Jets coming off their unexpected sweep of the Edmonton Oilers. They're going to be playing the role of the Avalanche tomorrow night. Montreal is playing the role, certainly, of Vegas and what they had to deal with a couple of nights earlier. So I I think it'll be, one, interesting to see if Montreal has a bit of a hangover going to Game 1 in this new series, still on that high of coming off the victory in Toronto last night. And by way of comparison, I think it'll be interesting to see if the Jets can do what Colorado did. Not saying the Jets are Colorado, because Colorado right now is a juggernaut, that's for sure. It's going to really take something to unseat those guys in terms of being the Stanley Cup favorite, perhaps. But I'm just wondering, with that time off, if Winnipeg is going to be well-served by getting into game one here against an emotionally uh, drained possible team in Montreal. Uh, I think tomorrow night we'll start to tell the tale, and uh, I think it's almost incumbent on the Winnipeg Jets holding serve tomorrow night on home ice. Well, I love it, by the way, and I'm just going to sprinkle in their comments here um, from Brady. Jets in six from David Smith, the Jets fan. Scott, the Jets are playing much better than the Leafs were from Dylan on Facebook. Do I have to fight for the Jets on this show again, Rod and Darren? No, you don't, Dylan. You don't. From David, PLD, PLD, PLD. I think they've started the whiteout parade, Scott. I think they're rolling already in Winnipeg. Yeah, you talk about the whiteout, Rod. This is a question I've always had, okay? Now, the whiteout made sense decades ago when the Jets were on home ice wearing white, right? The home sweaters are no longer white. Does the whiteout make sense in this day and age? And I hearken back a couple of years ago, the Raptors were playing the Nets in the playoffs, and everybody at the then Air Canada Center, Rod, was decked out in red. They thought they were supporting the home team. As it turned out that one particular afternoon, the Nets were the team that were wearing red. So Mm. everybody in the stands, are you supporting the red team or are you supporting the home team? If you're the Jets and it's the whiteout, are you supporting the white team, which is actually the road team now, or are you supporting the Winnipeg Jets? Uh, Has the whiteout kind of run its course? Should we kind of flip the script here a little bit based upon history and tradition? Yes. But the fact that the home team sweaters are now 
darks. I know. I know. I've, I think we've all thought it, but Winnipeg's saying it's our thing, right? And they can't even get in the building anyway. So as um, that's true, Brady has written in here, Brady Leovold, hockey pro from the Puck Support Podcast Network, good friend of mine. You guys may have touched on this, but will Winnipeg have fans at all? I, I, like, I feel like I've, mo- I've moved to Winnipeg because it's all the people I'm talking to are from Winnipeg. They say they're sneaking around to have face-to-face meetings in the park because that's what the lockdown measures are in Winnipeg right now. It's like where we all were a year ago here. I can't see them. I just can't see them having fans in that building for this series. What, unless you know something, Scott, have you heard anything? Well, I think if there's going to be a chance, it'll be now for them to step up and do this. And, you know, I, I haven't seen in recent days the numbers in Manitoba. I know they've been going through a tough time. Uh, happy to say in Ontario, I think we've started to turn the corner. I think we had 699 cases today, which is the lowest it's been since probably early February. So we're starting to come around. We saw Montreal was coming around to the point where they allowed 2,500 fans into the Bell Centre for Game 6 recently. So uh, I, I think that quietly there's probably going to be something going on behind the scenes the politicians will ultimately decide in consultation with the medical uh, doctors out there as to what will be the case i'd have to think if you're montreal for game six you had 2500 fans you'd have at least 2500 fans coming up for games three and four uh, if i'm not mistaken going back to back on sunday and monday so I would think at least 2,500 fans at the Bell Center. The further we get here, the further teams can advance, I think, north of the border. I think the greater chance that there is that there could be more and more fans in the building. So for Winnipeg, I, I think it's a possibility. I, I certainly couldn't say for sure. But I think quietly we started to come around here north of the 49th, hopefully, to see better days. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting tingles here. Our buddy uh, Don Mitchell, he's a Navy guy. Watching in the Middle East, he says, semantics, the whiteout is tradition. Uh, So I get that. From Joe in New York, he says, I hope they never get rid of the whiteout. It looks great on TV. Must look amazing in person. I feel like all of Winnipeg's watching right now in China. Paulo, keep it whiteout. Think of it as the Winnipeg blizzard whiteout theme. They're just going, man. They're just going. And... But let's pause the cause for a second and talk about Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, they got routed 7-1 in Colorado the other night. That's my team, Scott. And people are saying, you can't stop McKinnon. Winnipeg stopped McDavid. It was one game. People are saying this series is over. What's your take? Not over yet. I think Marc-Andre Fleury coming up tomorrow night in game number two is going to have to be like the Marc-Andre Fleury we saw in the first three or four games of that series against Minnesota where he was lights out good. So I think they'll get a boost from their goaltender who's up for the Vezina Trophy as we found out earlier today. Congratulations to him on a fantastic season at the age of 36, still proving he's got a lot left uh, to give, I think. Uh, I, I think the loss of Reeves, believe it or not, is going to hurt that team. Uh, speaking of Winnipeg, of course, you, Rod, being a, a CFL aficionado for so many years, would remember Willard Reeves as a great running back with the Blue Bombers and had a cup of coffee with Washington in the NFL. Uh, Ryan Reeves is a loss for that team. When he's walking the straight and narrow, big-bodied guy who can skate, who can hit, uh, we're not going to say fight because nobody really does that during the playoffs. I think that one advantage that Vegas has always had on their opposition is the fact that their bottom six is so big and strong and fast. They can get in and punish the defenseman. 
I think when you talk about the strength of the Avalanche, sure, we talk about arguably the best line in all of hockey led by Nathan McKinnon. But I also think that we look at that that blue line core and whether it's Sammy Gerrard or Kale McCarr, uh, Connor Timmons has started to emerge back there. Graves has a certain role that he plays as well as we know. Uh, I think that's a real strength of the Avalanche. In order to get the better of the Avalanche, I think, in a series, you need to get in and bang bodies. And you need to forecheck those guys and uh, perhaps wear them down as the series goes along. I think losing Reeves is going to hurt Vegas in that in that extent. Uh, I think that Vegas is the type of team, too, that maybe we sell short. Maybe we say, well, they're big, strong, and physical, yeah, but they won't be able to keep up to the Avalanche. I mean, Nathan McKinnon is maybe only second behind Connor McDavid in terms of the fastest guys I've ever seen put on a pair of skates, Ron. So, you know, Vegas is, is still a good skating team. Colorado's great. Uh, but I think Vegas can still skate with them. Uh, that being said, I mean, when that top line's going like they were, and maybe you're thinking, hey, maybe we'll jump in in game one and steal one because they've been off for a week. Maybe they'll show some signs of rust. Uh, the Avalanche brought forth anything but that. So this is going to be a tough out. I think a lot of people picked the Avs to win the Stanley Cup before the playoffs began. I know that I did. Uh, I certainly have seen nothing so far to dissuade me from the fact that Colorado was indeed the team to beat. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to win because as we know, it's not played on paper. Things can change in a heartbeat. Just ask the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, yeah. Well, Scott, uh, we'll let you go. I'm loving the visit. Um, Dylan Spicer chimes in, says, got here late, but hello all from Coal Harbor, Nova Scotia. Uh, David in Winnipeg says, we have nothing to watch until Winnipeg Sports Talk. So you have us now. <laughs> hey, we're happy to have you. Hustler's doing great on there. You must have a hustler on NHL. Well, I know you have on NHL radio. You know all those guys. And they're doing great with Winnipeg Sports Talk. Well, Scott, I love listening to you so much. I've told you that before. Enjoy the, the rest of the playoffs, and hopefully we can do it again soon, sir. Yeah, next time I come on, Rod, I'll make sure that the phone does not drop on the floor. <laughs> and by all means, hopefully, fingers crossed, I will have my hair cut by the time we get back together again. Never thought about it again. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate you. Anytime, guys. Thank you. Scott Laughlin from Sirius XM NHL Radio. And interestingly enough, in hour two, Zig Fricasse from Sirius XM NFL Radio. When we come back, a sports update. I'll get to all your questions. Puck Support Network wants to talk about Robin Leonard. Was it his fault, game one? Obviously, I got thoughts on that. Guys want us to do some NHL sim broadcasts. I'll see where Moose is on that and the boys. Or maybe XFL, CFL. So, yeah. And breaking news in the CFL today. We'll talk about that when we come back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're going to jump into the breaking news in the CFL in a moment, but how about this? The closed captioner guy from Game Plus is watching. All right. And he's trolling me. He's written us on the Prairie Mobile text line. He says, hey, Rod, Game Plus closed captioner here. If the Vegas is Canada's team, why can't they win? Stop it. He's in Toronto where they got a 54-year Stanley Cup drought, and he's going to troll me about calling the Vegas Golden Knights Canada's team. 
I bet you the Knights have more Canadians than the Leafs. Let's look it up. Check. Can we go to the big board? I'm sorry. Closed captioner Game Plus is clearly a Leaf fan. And what did I say earlier? Don't take anything that any Toronto fan says. Don't even block it out for a 24-hour period because they're going to say hurtful things. (laughs) What? I thought... Clark said it, and I was actually thinking it, too. I thought, yeah, if he's going to troll you, I thought you would just start spouting off all the most complicated, hard-to-spell <laughs> oh, NHL got, names, okay, got it. right? Yeah. I've got xenophobia. <laughs> that should keep you busy for a while. From Ray in the six. Hey, Rod, damn, the Leafs let me down again. Go Jays, go Argos, go Rock. Gotta love sports. What was that old joke about when I die, I want six Leafs to be my ball bearer? Let me down one more time. Yeah, yeah. one last time. Yeah. The uh, Edmonton CFL franchise has changed its name to Elks. That's the breaking news today. The club made the announcement via live stream this morning. Edmonton dropped its longtime name Eskimos last year following a similar decision by the NFL's Washington team amid pressure on franchises to eliminate racist or stereotypical names. It had been called the Edmonton football team up until today's announcement, but its logo continues to feature two E's. Elks was one of seven potential name changes the Edmonton football team provided on its short list. The others included Evergreens, Evergolds, Eclipse, Elk, Hounds, Eagles, and Elements. Still, I would have preferred Empire. Man, that would have been awesome. Would have been cool. But they didn't ask me. We talked enough about the Leafs blowing game seven. So there was another game last night. Somebody texted me, Kelly. Mars, you know yeah. him. He goes, two great games tonight. I said, I only needed one. <laughs> the other one was pretty good, too. I guess. Casey Sezika scored on a breakaway in overtime, leading the New York Islanders to a 4-3 victory over the Boston Bruins in Game 2 of their second-round series, which is now knotted 1-1. The Western Hockey League has announced the East Division and Central Division All-Star teams for the 2021 season as voted on by the general managers. In the East, goaltender of the Saskatoon Blades, Nolan Meyer. Defenseman, Riker Evans from God's team, the Regina Pats. And Braden Schneider, the Brandon Weekings. The show are the team of which you are wearing their golf shirt. That's right. At forward spots, Connor Bedard. You know him. Oh, yeah. From the Winnipeg Ice, Peyton Krebs. And from the Brandon Weekings, Ben McCartney. He just signed with the Arizona Coyotes, by the way, on the weekend. I don't know if you saw that or not. Central Division All-Star team, Edmonton goalie Sebastian Kosa. The defensemen are Medicine Hats Cole Clayton and Edmonton's Matthew Robertson. And the forwards are from Edmonton, Dylan Genther, Jake Neighbors, and from the Medicine Hat Tigers, Brett Kemp. Uh, I'm going to probably stop it there. Other than uh, North Battleford's Andrew Albers, former big leaguer, pitcher, and two relievers combined to no-hit Columbia. And Canada opened up its Baseball America's Olympic Qualifier Tournament in Florida with a 7-0 victory yesterday. This sports update is for the Tap Brew House and drive Through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Can we go to a break now? Let's do that and come back with a bigger viewer takeover because it's spicy today. How about that? You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. 
Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. And the moose is here. Are you having a great day? I couldn't be better. No, me either. Life is good. (laughs) It's awesome. Uh, This is what we call viewer takeover. So we'd like to hear from all of you. Uh, Coming up in hour two, Zig Fracassi from Sirius XM NFL Radio. But we'll be talking Stanley Cup with him. Well, let's turn it over to the viewers, and then we'll get back to the to the big board here, the message board here. From closed captioner, he writes me back. He goes, I love the show and you, Rod. You did trigger me, though, big time. Because <laughs> I called the Vegas Golden Knights Canada's team? Or maybe he's a Leafs fan. And the thing. Hang on. What do you think about anti disestablishmentarianism? The, con- the concept. <laughs> That was good. Okay. That was good. What do you got? That was good. Um, but you gave him too much time to type it out. We just got to fill that space with words. And he's, stop, stop. I'm trying to figure it out. Anybody know how to spell this? Anti- Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Yeah. Crazy. Um, but as a, you know, when you're in, in mourning or you're a fan, your team just lost, you can't send shots back. You're never <laughs> going to have the upper hand today. There's nothing you can do. So you have to just sit back and take it. And you have to take your, your medicine and bite your lip. It's the only way to get through Clark's it. been very good at that. Yeah. You can't clap back. As soon as you clap back, you've lost. So you have to just take it. Dan, the Jets fan, correctly has written it and says, the longest word in the dictionary. And I learned that, by the way, from my French teacher, Dale Struthers. The word that I'm, I won't do it to you again, closed captioner, but that is the longest word in the English dictionary. And I just rattled it off. Wow. Impressive. Steel trap up here. Steel something. (laughs) From the 204. Hey, RP. Not much creativity from the Elky management. Just changed a letter. Elks. Esks. Always Eskimos to me. You know, we're going to be talking about this for a long time in sports. The Eskimo thing. Probably the Redskins thing. And I don't know what the answer is, to be honest with you, but with the people that find the term Eskimos racially insensitive, you do gotta you do gotta listen to them, you know. So to say that they'll always be Eskimos, you're not saying that to be racist. You're not. It's the tradition that you're saying, right? Yeah. But I think I think the name had to go. Yeah, and so you gotta find something. You gotta let it go. Right? Yeah. You gotta find a way to get over it. Daryl from Toronto. Says both elk and elks are plural. Both spellings are correct. Love the logo. Great rebrand. Great rebrand. I don't hate it. And I've always, in all my years in the CFL and the wars that the Riders and the Eskimos had, I never, you never heard me say a bad word about that franchise because they treated us just first class. Yep. Calgary, different story. But Edmonton. You just walk into the stadium. You have. Oh, yeah. You just feel class, you know. And I, that's why I felt bad for them that they were in this pinch, that they had to change their name. I'm supporting what they're doing now. But I think you would agree, we agree, that elk is cooler than yeah. elks. And maybe there's a reason why they couldn't do it, and you said it. Yeah, I mean, just the way you're, you're pronouncing it, you, you know, with, you know, it's elks, and you're trying to, it's, it doesn't roll off the tongue like elk does. The Edmonton elk, the Edmonton elks, you know, you yeah. pronounce it. 
Eventually, we, but here's the thing about any team name and logo. Eventually, you're not going to hate it. Eventually, it won't matter. We didn't really like Red Blacks all that much. Kraken? Right? You know, Kraken, same thing. We didn't really like Red Blacks. It's just like, you're just picking two colors. <laughs> I still don't like it. But you know what? I still don't like it. I know, but it doesn't keep you up at night. You don't, it doesn't haunt you every time you say it. It's just is what it is. That's just their name. Doesn't mean you like it, but it just is. We'll be so comfortable with Elks, it won't even matter. Red Blacks look good on Ashton Kutcher in the ranch. Oh, yeah. When he wore it. The saw blade's cool. From Jeff Cabellas. Says, sorry I'm late. Nice shirt, dupes. Best team in the Subway Dub Hub. From Leanne Hajdu. She says, UND changed fighting Hawks due to racial issues. Their fans continue to call them Fighting Sue and wear Sue gear. New merchandise and name is a really... Tough sell. It is tough. From night in the 554. From Winyard. Here you go. Um, sorry to say, but Matthews continues to do nothing in playoff hockey. He is a season great, not a playoff player. Not yet. You know, and that's, that's exactly it. Like, either paid like it. If you believe in the core, if you think Matthews and Mar- if they're your core... Then you got to keep this group together, and they've got to grow together. And eventually, they'll grow to a spot where they're either going to win, or you don't believe in that core anymore. And if you don't believe in the core, then you got to get rid of them, unfortunately. So, I mean, you look at guys. Steve Eiserman didn't win until he was in his 30s. It takes time for everybody's different. If you believe in them, there is no expiration date on how patient you have to be. Mitch Marner's the guy that should be explaining himself today. Absolutely. More so than anybody. Jack and Alberta. Says, Rod, don't paint all of us Calgary folks with the same brush. I'm a huge supporter of both the Rod Peterson, of both Rod Peterson and Stamps and Riders. It's just fun rivalry stuff. Come on. Maybe next hour I'll tell you the stories of how they, to use a football term, disrespected us when we went into McMahon Stadium. Uh, you have to park your bus over there by the baseball stadium. I'm, a half mile away? Why can't we park? You just do. Or during the game, our kickers are trying to find the kicking nets, and they took them right in the middle of the game. Where's the kicking nets? You know, just stupid little stuff that Edmonton wouldn't do. Anyways, Zig Fricasi next hour is going to be fun. Uh, thanks to Scott Laughlin. We'll see you on Game Plus right after this break. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. 